This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle. Get in on the conversation at 866-979-ESPN. Now here's your host, the professor, John Clayton. And good morning, everybody. And the good news is the phones are working. Last week, we had to cut the show short. Only had about five minutes live on the air because... The phones broke down. They It took them like two, three days to maybe even a little bit longer to fix the phones up, but we got them fixed. So you can call us at 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. We are two days away from the start of the uh, uh, Indianapolis Combine. I'm not going, but uh, I'll keep you up to date on all the things that will be going on there. In the meantime, we have full phones to uh, 11 o'clock. Uh, Shannon Dreyer will be joining us at 1030. Uh, so all those things seem to be in good shape. So let's get started with some headlines. Well, Ken Norton Jr. did get a job. The former defensive coordinator of the Seahawks took a job at UCLA, his college, uh, and he's going to be the linebacker coach. So at least he's going to be taken care of. In other words, that's you know good news, at least for him, that he's has something to go back on now that he's been you know let go by the team and all those different things. Uh, uh, as far as you know, moves in the National Football League, not a lot of things going on yesterday. Uh, we still have you know, a lot of individual talks. I know everybody's all concerned about the Russell Wilson thing. You know, I guess instead of having his uh, Seahawks stuff on Twitter, he has now put out uh, you know his, his picture of family and stuff like that. But he's still on Instagram with the Seahawks stuff, <coughs> still on Facebook on everything else the guy is not going to be traded even though everybody around the league still speculates he's going to be traded please folks <coughs> let it go nothing new on the Aaron Rodgers front still waiting to see what's going on there <coughs> so stay tuned and those are our headlines 866-979-ESPN 206-421-ESPN <coughs> hold on here let's go to JB and Renton Hey, Mr. Clayton, how you doing this fine? Good, how are you? Morning, my friend. Good to hear you're back in town, my friend. I, it, it's always good to take a vacation every now and then. I haven't taken a vacation. Back. I haven't had a vacation in five, six years. <laughs> you got to do that one day, Mr. Clayton. Just I relax know. for a minute. I, yeah, I, 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 need, I, need, I need some time off. Yes, you do. Yeah, and you do, and it's well deserved for a guy that works as hard as you does. Yeah, I try, but uh, yeah, I definitely need some time off. But, uh, you know, maybe in late March when free agency starts to slow down, I'll look to try to do something. But i got to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to take a little break, my friend. I know free agency is right around the corner. It's coming hot and heavy. Yeah. As far as the situation with Russell Wilson, Mr. Clayton, you're not going to No. I, I don't know why people keep bringing that up. I mean, you, you know, in the words of the great Bill Parcells, yeah. you can't dial up 1-800-GET-A-QUARTERBACK. You no. just can't do it. You let one go, trust me. And you look at the draft this year, as far as quarterbacks yeah. are concerned, you know, the average draft averages about three quarterbacks in the first round. I don't know if there's going to be one in that first round. Uh, if you pick one in that first round, you're reaching. Yeah, agreed. But yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to – you might want to pump the brakes on just getting rid of your quarterback. And thinking that you can go out there and just hit lightning in a bottle again, because uh-huh. you got 
you caught lightning in the bottle by getting him in the third round and getting the production that you've gotten out of him already. Right, agreed. Right? I, I mean, don't I, don't think you can do it again. No, because look 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 how long it took uh, three years for the Seahawks to find somebody like Russell Wilson. And of course, once you find him, and there's two things. Number one, I mean, th- those quarterbacks are worth like five wins. Yes. And secondly. You know, those quarterbacks, uh, you know, of course, make a lot of money. And if you trade him, I mean, it's going to be a $31 million cap hit. I mean, it's stupid yep. to think that, uh, you know, they're going to do something with Russell. Stupid. That That is dumb, Mr. Clinton, because once you start messing with the credit card like that and you get take a $31 million hit, yeah. it's hard to recover. Hey, Agreed. You, know you might want to call the Saints. It's $76 million over the cap. Uh-huh. <laughs> Agreed. That is not nothing to play with. No. Trust me. No. I'm just baffled at all these people uh, outside of this town that think, oh, yeah, well, what about Indianapolis trading for Russell Wilson? What about Pittsburgh trading for Russell Wilson? He's not available. No. No. I don't don't do that. Don't help another team mm-hmm. go out and get get a guy like of his caliber and hit and the way that he plays, he's by the most and that accuracy is gonna come back. Clay. Right. I mean, come on. The man hurt his hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he, he tore it. Didn't he tear a ligament in that finger? Yeah, he I did. Mean, it was a bad injury. A very right, bad a injury. Month, but he came back a month and a half after the injury to try to throw the football, uh-huh. really? Yeah. I mean, use some common sense. You're not going to be able to be accurate after you come back a month and a half from having a ligament surgery on your on your finger. Mm-hmm. You know, really. I mean, did, did you see him throw the ball at the Pro Bowl? It looked a lot better, didn't it? He did. Yeah. All right. I mean, don't you think next year is going to be even more better? It's going to be right back to the Russell Wilson that you normally know. I think so. But uh, you know what, Mr. Clayton? I'll tell you this. If you want to get rid of him, even though we got cap problems over there, I believe in Mickey Loomis, you can send him to New Orleans. I'd be gladly take him. <laughs> yeah, but the, pro- the problem is there's $70 million over the cap. They well, can't afford him. Hey, nothing wrong with a little bankruptcy every now and then on the team, Mr. Clayton. But for Russell Wilson, I make the exception. Yeah. I mean, gee. <laughs> that guy, I'm telling you. Beware, be careful what you wish for. You just might get it, and uh-huh, it might not uh-huh. be what you want. Yeah, it might not. It might take you back. Hey, ask the Miami Dolphins how long it took. Oh God, I mean, it's like uh, you know, from Dan Marino to uh, you know Ryan Tannehill. Look how long that was. Uh, yeah, look how long that took to, to, to even look at a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you still, the jury is still out on the youngster to a tongue of our Lord that makes to see if he can progress to be what you want him to be. Right, agreed. You know? Yeah. I mean, those are not other things you got to factor in and look at when you, when you, when you deal, when you're messing around with one. You, you can't just trade for a quarterback. I guess folks don't understand the parameters like what you're talking about as far as cap hits, dead money, as far as what mm-hmm. you're going to inquire to take to, to move a guy like that. Right. You're going to, oh, yeah. So those things that you, you've got to figure out. Speaking of quarterbacks, Mr. Kate, being that we're having some, some financial situations down in New Orleans, yeah. is Jameis Winston, are they going to try to make a play to get Jameis Winston back? Uh, I think so, but, uh, you know, because, again, I think they can get him at a cheap price, which is very important. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I think they're going to be looking in the draft, and I don't know what they're going to do because, again, they're one of the teams desperate to get something at quarterback 
even though they have Taysom Hill. I, I still can't believe. Can you explain to me why they Thank gave ten million a year to Taysom Hill? I don't get I, it. I don't get it. I don't get it. The only thing I know that, he, that it, I, I think he's structured enough where you can go back to him and turn some of that salary into a bonus, right? Mm, you can, but again, it's ten million a I, year. I know that's a lot for of a ca- for a team with it. cap problems. Yeah, huge cap problems. And I don't, I don't think he's a starting quarterback. No, he's not. No, no, he's not a starting quarterback. No, he's one of those guys. What what Sean was doing with him was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, bring him in a couple of plays. He can run the ball real well, do some things like that. As far as passing accuracy and all that other stuff, you've got to go back. I mean, I look at it this way. Jameis Winston didn't look too bad for the first, what, seven games? He was 5-2? Yeah. and two. Yeah, I mean, that got him. He was 14 touchdowns, three interceptions. He was doing pretty good. And that was limited without good wide receivers. Right? Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas was out the whole year, you know? Right. So... Yeah, so I mean, being that they kept the whole crew together, what do you what do you think about them with the co-defensive coordinator situation? I I, I mean, they, Dennis Allen's going to be pretty much the defensive coordinator, so mm-hmm. no, I don't yeah. have a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to pretty much keep his hands into that uh-huh. as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Well, it's just predicated on getting the quarterback. Some of, some of these free agents that, that, that you see on hitting the market. Now, there's some teams with some good money right right now. Do, do you, would you give Xavier and Clowney a lot of money? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't give them, you know, uh, you know, probably 10, 11, something like that. Yeah. Uh, 10 or 11 I, a year. Yeah, I... I, I I don't know, Mr. Clayton, about that guy. Uh-huh. I just don't know. I, I, I mean, do you trust it? Well, I mean, uh, he, he does get pressure on the quarterback. We we know that. When he's on the field. When he's on the field, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it, that, that's a big – there's a lot of wide receivers that's going to be out there in the free agency market, too. Right. You know, yeah. There's a lot of wide receivers out and there. And it's, it's a decent wide receiver draft again. Yes, yes, it is. And then, you know, also there, there's a lot of big guys coming out of, uh, on the offensive side of the offensive line right. coming out of the draft this year. That ought to be pretty good. The irony I, is I it, it's a great running back draft. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of good running backs coming out too. The thing it is, is they only, I think they only invited 15 quarterbacks to the combine. Uh-huh. Yeah, that should tell you something right there about how, how they look at the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Because they, norm- they normally do what, about 25? No, they usually do about uh, 17, 18, something like that. Yeah. Uh, if, if Corral, the quarterback from Ole Miss, is your best option, you might have some trouble. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you look at the quarterback position, and then you see that there's you know so many uh, – I mean, everybody's going to have a different rating on each of the quarterbacks, and it's going to be you know one over the other – and that's going to be very strange. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody looks at them totally different as far right. as you know, how, how, how they're looking at them. Everybody looks at them totally different. Some, you know some people, yeah, some people think it's going to be Kenny Pickett. Some people think it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, Matt Corral. 
I was like, but nobody knows who the best quarterback in this draft is. And then the big question is, uh, are any of these quarterbacks good enough to be an NFL starter? And I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, like the the, the kid, the Willis kid, Malik yeah. Willis. Yeah, Malik Willis. Malik yeah. I mean, he's a nice I, runner, I, but I, I don't know if he's a good passer. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you take – and there's a lot of – like you take the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're mm-hmm. in the market for a quarterback right now. Oh, right, agreed. You know, they're, they're going to be out there looking out. Do, do you believe what Bruce Arians say about uh, Blaine Gabbard and the boys? Uh, no. I don't believe that either. No, I don't. Blaine Gabbard is not a starter. Not, not, not what he needs. No, as no. As far I, as that's concerned. I mean, he, no. he, he, let's put it this way. If he's a starter, he's a bad starter. <laughs> right? He's not one of the ones that you, I agree. I agree. He's not one of the, I think Bruce Arians is just throwing smoke out there, just telling people that. Are you going to him and, and, I know you picked up the kid, uh, from, from Florida. Right. And they drafted. And I, I, is he ready? I don't know. We'll see. But Blaine Gabbert, no, no. I don't see him going going into the season with Blaine Gabbert. What do you think about with the Carson Wentz situation with the Colts? Well, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know what you're going to do to replace him. That's a, that's the big problem I have. Are they, are they serious about not bringing him back? Yes, because he, because he doesn't want to get 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 the, uh, get vaccinated, right? No, it's. Uh, I think that, that no. They, I, you know, it's like they didn't think he was good enough. But I mean, who are you going to have to replace him? Um, that's another good question there too. I mean, what, what, what direction are you turning to? Right. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them that are going to have to ask those questions as far as where you're going with that quarterback situation. That is another good mm-hmm. question. I don't know what would Carolina are they going to stick? What, what are they going to do? They've got to go get one themselves, whether it's a draft or uh, you know, seeing if they can get uh, Deshaun Watson. But they've got to do something. What's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, like Mr. Clayton? What's going to happen with that? Well, they'll talk trade, but I don't know if anything's going to happen. Yeah, because I think they're asking too much for Deshaun Watson. Well, they were, the but they they got to readjust, that's for sure. Are they going to bring their price down? I don't, who knows? It's, Houston's such a mess. I don't know what they're going to do. That's true. That's true. As a discombobulated team already, oh, you don't know totally, which way totally. they're going. Yeah. Yeah. So if you look at it, just a few teams that we named that need quarterbacks, yeah. you might want to keep Russell Wilson in the house. Uh, I would think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would think so. I mean, just – just I, what's going on with with the Cardinals, with uh, Tyler Lock, with uh, the little man down there? What's going on with, the, with him? Oh, he's just, the Cardinals. He's just a mess. <laughs> I mean, really, that's Look, what it comes down to. We can give tribute, Mr. Clayton, to one of the the best little men running backs who passed away at 59, Lionel James. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, what a great little guy. I mean, oh, sad. I mean, oh, he was, a, he was a wonder to watch from the University of Auburn all the way to with the Chargers. He was one of the greater players, younger little yeah, guys to yeah. watch run the ball. Agreed. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it, it just, you know, when I saw that, that was pretty bad. But he mm-hmm. was great to watch. It was a tribute to the little guy. Hope he, hope he rest in peace, you know. Yeah, we do. I would hope so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to okay. find out when they're free. Okay, hey, JV. Thank you for the phone call. Yes, Mr. Clayton, we'll talk next Saturday. Much. All right.
866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. And 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Raider Jim. Hey, Jim. Hi, John. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. John, congratulations to the L.A. Rams to be world champs. We weren't able to talk about it last week. Yeah. But I figured I'd just chime in with that. They Boy, they, they really showed their worth in the fourth quarter there, John. Really did. You know. They look great. Yeah, they did. Um what do you think about the controversy over the MVP for that game? I don't think there's any controversy. Do you? Yeah, you you think Cooper Cup should have got yes. it? Yes. Yeah, I do too, John. I do too. I love Aaron Donald. He's he's a great athlete. Just he's he's a beast. Yeah. But you know, Cup was pretty quiet the first three quarters, and then he just came on, and he, he had to because of OBJ went down, and it kind of. Kind of, you know, some of the wind was taken out of their sails for a bit there, and mm-hmm. then they just kind of got into it. And um, it, you know what? I'm glad Cooper. Cup, and you know what? He's the thing is, he was just outstanding this past year, John. Fantastic, just, just outstanding. And I mean, the, the stats prove that to be the case. Um, John, I was a little surprised to see that, and that's the first time I've ever seen SoFi Stadium closely. Um, they don't have grass, which is kind of strange yeah. in LA. I just think that's kind of bizarre for a stadium not to have grass in L.A. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the players hate the, the artificial stuff. They'd prefer to play on grass, John. No doubt, yeah. 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 So, I mean, Allegiant Stadium has grass, John. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to see the Super Bowl there in two years, which will be interesting. And uh, But, you know, they, they roll it in on these big platforms, and they roll it back out, not only for um, soccer, but also for UNLV. They've got different turf for the different teams. Right, agreed. Yeah. Uh, so, John, I don't know. I think this is probably your, besides the Super Bowl and the start of the season, this is probably your favorite time of year, right, John? One of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta love, you got to love the fact that you have, uh, you know, all this activity going on as far as, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the, getting ready for the draft and, you know, doing all that stuff. That's great. And so it's yeah. like, yeah, looking forward to this week with the Combine. Sure. Yeah, the uh, the Underwear Olympics. Let's go for it. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if everybody's going to run. That's going to be the big question, I think. Right, right. Yeah, they will. Uh, John, I've got a question for you, and this is where you know your background and your expertise in this area would prove valuable. Yeah. You mentioned at the top of the show how there's no change in the uh, the Aaron Rodgers soap opera with Green Bay. I'm I'm looking at it from the point of view. Of what are they going to do with Devontae Adams? I mean, there's there's yeah. an open secret that Derek Carr would love to play with Devontae Adams because they were both college uh, teammates at Fresno State. And I also know that the Green Bay Packers have not um, exercised the franchise tag very often yeah. for any of their players. So uh, give me a heads up on what you think is going to go go down there. Uh, and um, if they don't find a way to keep him, uh, and they don't pay him. You know, forty five, fifty million a year, he's gone. Now, which one are you talking? Aaron Rodgers? You talking Devontae? Aaron Rodgers and Devontae? Well, at, uh, they're not even negotiating with Devontae Adams. You know, all they're right. doing is uh, you know just you know, kind of holding serve and waiting and waiting and waiting. And so, yeah, that's not a good situation. No, and I think they have to kind of wait because Aaron Rodgers needs to make a decision. Well, they can't. They can't wait too long because next right. Friday is the last day. Right. 
So I think this is all. We'll have a different conversation come next Saturday. Oh, agreed. Have more, more, more. We can be more conversant about it. But it's it's very intriguing, John, in my opinion, to to see what may happen here. I mean, the Raiders, for instance, as far as the cap is concerned, according to over the cap, they're at 19 million for 2022. And then Carr, of course, he has no dead money on his current contract. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And and you know, I mean, as far as he's going to be paid next year. Is looking at twenty million, which is a bargain. <laughs> I mean, and they're going to have to pay him along with some other players that have come up. I mean, they have to pay Max Crosby. They're going to pay Hunter Renfro. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they could, they could shed some stuff. I mean, Corey Littleton has been a disappointment. They're probably going to let him go. Carl, he's at fourteen million, John. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there's Carl Nassib, who's at seven million. I mean, he's a, he's a second stringer, John. I mean, he's he's a good player and all. He's he's a good rotational player, but by no means is he prominent in their in, in what they do with their defense. Then there's Nick Lykowski, who they brought in from Chicago. He's been injured, uh, and he's got eight million dollars against the cap. I mean, they could let all those guys go. That could free up a lot of space, John. No, no doubt, no doubt. So, so they, they got to sort all that out, but that's the, that's the problem with the cap. I mean, you know, the cap is such that uh, you know you got to eventually you know keep up with it. If not, and you plan for three years ahead, right? And then you know, being a, a, a listener of various podcasts and stuff, you know, I'm always always raising an eyebrow when I hear things that I know are probably just pie in the sky. One of which is a trade proposal by the Raiders. For Russell Wilson. Oh like, God! Shut up! I'm shut, like, shut up! up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, people! Don't you understand what's going on with some of these contracts? I mean, if there's no possible, first of all, and you and JB talked about it earlier, they're not going to get. What do they have as a backup? You don't get rid of a quarterback. Hell, the Raiders are not going to get rid of Derek Carr. It's just amazing what these people come up with when it comes to, you know, it's just pie in the sky stuff. I, I, I honestly think. People just want to talk just to talk without any basis in fact. Agreed. It's just so preposterous. And, you know, as a consumer of football information, I just go, where are these folks coming from? How are they getting paid? And why is nobody criticizing what they're saying and calling them the carpet about some of some of this complete fiction? Mm-hmm. No, I think it's ridiculous, to be honest. It, it is ridiculous, John. It is. Okay, so, John, what do you think will be the biggest surprises in free agency? I mean, what do you think might happen out there when it comes to some of this stuff happening, besides the Devontae Adams thing and how these pieces fall together with Aaron Rodgers? Because I think he's a linchpin for a lot of stuff going on in the league. Uh, it's you know, just going to, it's going to, you know, it's going to sort itself out, but, you know, predicting free agency right now is virtually impossible. Uh, okay. Okay. Can't do it. Uh, do you like what the Raiders have done, by the way, with regard to their offensive uh, uh, coaches? They brought in Brasillo, yeah. who's an offensive line coach, and they brought in Lombardi, who's going to be the, who's going to be the coordinator. Even though uh, I, 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 I think they've done a good job. I think you're right, John. I'm, I'm, I'm reading these guys' resumes and stuff, and what they what they've done and how they've accomplished what they've done. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about it. I, I'm like you beforehand. I was not a big Josh McDaniels. Man, I mean, he jilted uh, he jilted the Colts, which I just didn't think was very good, and then he had a really terrible situation in, in Denver. But he's more mature now, and I think also what helps is he's got Ziegler there. Yeah, and they they worked together for a while, and they were both college teammates at John Carroll University. So I think that's good for the team. Yeah. I think that'll be good for him. Yeah, I think it. I, th- I think that uh, you know they got a good coaching staff, they got a good team. Now we'll see how far they can take it. 
And did you hear that Max Crosby proposed to his, his fiance on, no, on, on I Twitter? <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute, John. I yeah. thought it was kind of cute. So Hey, thank you, you for know. the call. I got I got to run. Okay, John, take care. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Tara in Mercer Island. Hey, Tara. Hi, Mr. Clayton. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. With Sean Payton and um, Tom Brady retiring, how do you see the NFC shaping up for the Seahawks? I think pretty positive. Yeah, because you look at the schedule – and uh, their schedule, despite the fact that they have the NFC West, is actually not too bad. You know, they've got the fourth place schedule. You know, they get to play instead of the top teams. You know, three games against uh, Jets, Giants, and Detroit. That's a benefit. And then, of course, the NFC South is down. So I think that plays uh, very much in favor of the Seahawks. I totally agree with you. I mean. I'm looking at the schedule, too, and the only tough games besides Kansas City, I think, yeah. are the ones in our division. And with you touched on it a little bit with the um, Cardinals and Kyle Murray, whatever the heck's going on with him. Uh-huh. I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. What are your thoughts on that? I would agree. And, again, uh, you've you got Cliff Kingsbury I think he could be in trouble. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray, you wonder, are they going to pay him? You know, because, again, he's got that strange relationship with the team right now. He's very immature. He's not a great leader and all those different things. And they, they're terrible in the second half of the season. So I think that really plays against them. Well, he reminds me a little bit of Cam Newton when, he yeah. was, when Cam Newton was that age. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because Cam wasn't the most... Uh, you know, mature guy as far as you know, doing things for the team and all that stuff. So that that can be a problem. Right. Um, I listened to Clint, defensive coordinator Clint Hurt, talking about being more aggressive. Yeah. What are your thoughts that he's going to bring to the table this season? I like it. I mean, I think that uh, you know they'll mix in a little bit of three, four, but not a lot of it. But I like the fact that you know he's going to blitz more. He's going to be more aggressive. I think he's going to be more aggressive with the secondary. And now it's just a matter of you know filling up some of the needs and the team on defense. Um, speaking of the teams in needs, um, with Diggs being injured, yeah. Um, I I don't think it's a good idea to franchise take him because I I think he's in all ballpark and we could get him back. The one I'm concerned about a little bit is um, DJ Reed. Yeah, do you yeah. franchise take him? I don't think you franchise him, but I think you try to get some kind of a deal done. I mean, they got, they got to get both guys back. I mean, because they're both good players, and you don't want to you know you don't want to dig into free agency too much. I mean, you want to take care of your own players. That's I think that's a very important thing. Right. Um. Do you know the um? How fast did Joe Burrow get rid of the ball in the Super Bowl? Like, that was amazing for a second-year quarterback it to is. do it that fast. Well, I mean, his release time is 2.68 seconds, which was better than Matt Stafford and better than most quarterbacks in the league. And so even though he gets pressured like crazy, got sacked seven times, 50, 70 times during the season, you know, he still he, he gets rid of the ball when he has the opportunity, uh, even if he's being pressured. Right, I agree. Um, 
I was actually surprised. I think of him as more of the mobile quarterback, yeah. but they but um they use him more like a sitting duck almost. Do you think that the coach will start to move him around and let him run a little bit? What are your thoughts well, on they, how they, they... they they've done that, but again the big thing is they just gotta get a better offensive line. I mean they gotta right. improve that line dramatically. Thank you for taking my call. Okay, Tara, thank you. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Scott in Redmond. Hey, Scott. Good morning, John. Long time. I haven't talked to you. Ah, good to talk to you. Hey, let me ask you a question now. I mean, huh. right now it's rumor, rumor mill gossip about what's going on in the NFL. So yeah. I, I want to kind of shift and give a shout out. We all hear about the front office and players. How about the real people behind the scenes that are making reservations and helping all the all the stuff that you don't know. How many people are really behind the scenes, you know, doing airplane things, finding hotels, living? How many people do, I mean, like the Seahawks, we'll just stick yeah. with them. How much stuff is out there? I mean, uh, there's, you know, you, you got you got staff and all that stuff to be able to handle all that. But uh, it's not a great number, but, I mean, there's a good number. You have to make sure you have all the bases covered. No, no I understand what you mean, yeah, because, we we never hear about that part of it. You know how many employees the Seahawks really employ? I, I think I googled once. There's almost 200. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was just kind of curious about that because we don't really get into that. But no, uh, because again, I mean, it's like it's not real sports. And of course, if you want to talk about you know people that are organizing flights and things like that, then of course uh, that's not the most exciting thing in the world to talk about. I know. I wanted to venture there because no one's really talked about it. But anyway, um, glad I got on. I just want to touch base with you. And the other thing is, do um, you think the Seahawks are going to trade this pick like they usually do? Or think they're going to actually get somebody with talent because they need to, like you said, put talent on the roster. You can't get better by taking talent away. No, agreed. I mean, so what, what, what pick are you talking about? They're first. Or they, don't, they don't have a first. Well, I mean the forty-first in the draft. No, they they got to keep that and try to get an offensive lineman or get a cornerback or a defensive end. Well, there, there's something uh, they're considering. I don't know if uh, way football works, but Dwayne Brown they graded out pretty good. But everybody keeps talking about the line. Yeah, who goes on that line? I mean, where's the weakest link? <laughs> they got three starters who are free agents, so it's like uh, you know they got to figure something out. Well. I want to see a center that knows what's going on. I'd like to keep Prosac because I think he could be a good swing man. He's played all that stuff and he's your emergency. And I kind of got a question. Do you think Damon Lewis could make that move? Because I don't think he played very good at the left guard spot last year. No, but he was good in his rookie year. He was one of the best you know, rookie offensive linemen in the league. So I think he should be fine. Yeah. Well... Thank you very much for your time. And okay, I'm Scott. a long-time listener, and I always catch at least two times a day. Sometimes I yeah. catch you on the afternoon, so it's always a pleasure to listen to you. And 
I hope your date night went good last night, and I hope everything's well and on yep. your home front. Everything's fine. Thank you for the call. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Mike in Renton. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, John. Good morning. Oh, how are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Good, good. Hey, John, I suggest you get some rest, my friend. Why is that? You deserve it. You're I a need it. very, very hard worker, and I think you and Pat should take a couple of weeks off and go somewhere. You deserve it. Yeah, but it's hard to take Pat someplace you yeah. know, with a wheelchair and because, yeah. you know, again, they don't have hotels that have hospital beds and lifts. Yeah, that's true. Well, I wish the best for you. Hey, John, I really like what the Steelers did by bringing Flores on board. Yeah. Hey, was that the Rooney's idea or was that Tomlin? I think it was a combination of both. Both? Yeah, but probably more Rooney than it was Tomlin. Yeah, I really think he's going to help that defense, especially the linebacker court. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, I could, I could see next year that linebacker court's going to really step up and do some damage. Mm-hmm, agreed. Hey, John, I heard a report on ESPN that uh, – far as the Steelers, they're looking at a quarterback at Lamar College. What truth is in that? Mm, I think there's some truth. Yeah, because again, it's like uh, I don't. Th- I think the guy that they probably like the most is Kenny Pickett from Pitt, but I, I don't think he's going to fall down to where the Steelers are drafting. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, there's like three, four quarterbacks that could go in the, fir- for the first round. It's a not a good quarterback draft, and when you look at the quarterbacks, it's like I don't even know if these guys ultimately are going to be good enough to be starters. My uncle back in Pittsburgh was telling me he's seen a couple of Pitkin. He said this kid Pickett's good. Yeah, he's uh, he's well mature. He's an older kid, and uh, he said that he'd be a p- perfect fit for for Steelers. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's going to remain to be seen if they draft him. You know, mm-hmm. if he falls in the place. But uh, uh, I'm going to tell you something, John. I'm looking. I'm feeling pretty good and confident about next year in that division. Because I really feel that Cincinnati won't go because they got cheap ownership, and I right. don't see them rebuild that team. A lot of those guys are going to go elsewhere. They're not going to get paid there. No, that's been their history, yes, no doubt about that. Because the Brown family, they don't believe in paying. They're cheap. Yeah, yeah. Take, take a look at their facilities where they practice. It's high school facilities. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. we got a professional team. Right, agreed. Hey, Joe, uh, I know you're on the uh, – uh, back in Pittsburgh on all, every Wednesday, as far as the draft is concerned, w- yeah. what are they looking at? Uh, I think offensive line yeah. more than anything else because you know how bad the offensive line was. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of cornerback. Uh, certainly if Juju Smith-Schuster uh, leaves in free agency, maybe a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, i like for him to leave anyway. He's gotten too big for his britches. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, he's kind of reminding me a little bit of Antonio Brown. Oh, uh, no, he's not that bad. Well, he's, he's, I just see some things in him I don't like. He's very yeah. immature. Hey, John, it's been a pleasure, and you take care. Okay, Mike. Hey, thank you. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle. This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to Patrick in Kent. Hey, Patrick. Hey, good morning, John. How's good morning. Going? Good, how are you? Pretty good. Uh, I'm just wondering about, you know, what are the advantages of a 3-4 defense that Clint Hurd is talking about? 
Uh, just I mean, a little bit of a different way to get pressure on the quarterback, you know, rushing from the outside linebacker spot. Yeah, you know, and I think people were kind of overdoing it, think they're going to use a lot of 3-4. They're a 4-3 team, and he's a defensive line coach with a 4-3, uh, you know, four-man defensive line. But you just mix it up a little bit because it may help a little bit in coverage. It may help a little bit as far as just getting some variety in there and confusing the quarterbacks that they're playing. Oh yes, that's yeah. Make it unpredictable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Second question, you know, well, second thought that is yeah. this baseball lockout. Oh. These owners are just crying poor, and it's really getting to me a little bit. I, I understand. We're going to talk to Shannon Dreyer at ten thirty. I'm not optimistic. Are you? Nope. And you know, I got a lot of things to do during the summer. If that's the case, you know, if they're going to cut games, you know, mm-hmm. I can go travel. You know, go travel on the road. Or right. shopping, whatever. Yeah, I mean that's uh, yeah, and again, it's like uh, you look at the baseball audience, and I hate to say this, I mean, you know, still strong here in Seattle, but I mean, you look overall, and I think you know ratings have declined in the last couple of years. Oh yeah, and look at the demographics too. Oh yeah, I think they're targeting the older generation. Uh huh. Uh huh. And we got to get Rob Man, Man, Rob Manfred. I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, I agree. And third of all, have you been watching Kraken hockey lately? Uh, off and on, yeah. Yeah, it's just they they got a lot to learn. Yeah, they they do. I mean, their ability to finish has not been good. You know, they got to figure that out, and they've got to try to, uh, you know, again, you know, they're an expansion team, and even though Vegas had been an expansion team and did so well, you know, right now the Kraken look like an expansion team. Yep. Typical expansion. Well, thank you very much, John. Okay, thank you. Hey, we got some news out of New Orleans. You know, they Ryan Ramsick, the uh, you know tackle, and uh, and, and uh, Michael Thomas, the wide receiver, they restructured their contracts, and so basically that saves them twenty six million dollars of cap room. So they go from seventy million dollars of cap room all the way down to forty four. So at least it's a start. I mean, we already know that Green Bay this week you know, did a, two deals. They got Aaron Jones to restructure, and then they were able to uh, get you know, their defensive tackle, Kenny Clark, to restructure. So that saved them you know, like $13 million. So they went from like $51 million to like $38, $37 million. So it's like uh, <clears throat> we're in that stage right now where teams are restructuring their contracts. I mean, as of the beginning of the week, there was like 11 teams that were over the cap. Uh, I know Kansas City cut Anthony Hitchens and saved $8.3 million, but they were just right tight against the cap. They weren't over the cap. So it's like, you know, those things are, you know, on the plan. And there's going to be so much stuff that happens at the Combine this week <clears throat> that you got to pay attention to that, you know, whether it's going to be trade talk, whether it's going to be, you know, looking at the players in the Combine, whether it's going to be uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, so there's so much stuff going on. And, I mean, here we are. We're like a week, a little less than a week into the uh, franchise tag, and nobody's been franchised yet. And you figure there's going to be 9, 10, or 11 guys that are going to be franchised. So we got to pay attention to that. But, again, this is a big week, and, of course, even today's going to be a big day because I think that, I mean, it was, we just saw the, the, uh, the Saints have been active and, you know, trying to save their cap and save a little bit of money there. 
they're going to have to do a lot more to get under. Last year, they were $108 million over the cap. This year, they started out at about 70, but now they're down to 44 with the two deals that they got done. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle.